Hey, everybody. Hey, y'all. What episode are we on? 23. Because well, last week we said, I'm feeling 22. Okay, so. Um, what? I, I just thought of another song that has like a 23 in it. It's the, um, nobody likes you when you're 23. What's my age again? What's my age again? That one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, um, welcome back. We welcome hope back. that y'all enjoyed last week's episode. Uh, what did we even talk about? I don't remember. Oh, we did. We talked about whatever. Mm-hmm. Like just we said, what is this episode? Yeah, called? what is this episode? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, this week we are gonna. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. I've had a big day, okay? I've had a big day. <laughs> no, she's basically a movie star, so she's kind of too big for this podcast now. <laughs> Stop the local news. <laughs> Literally the local news. No, if you guys missed it, Brianna and Dalton were on the news today on the local news, Studio 10, promoting the Tailgate to Table. Yes. The cookbook. So if you guys have not seen it, go follow Tailgate to Table on Facebook and Instagram and you can see the clip. Yes. Oh my gosh, that would be great. Um, And we've had some books ordered even since it aired this morning. Yeah. So I just checked it earlier and I was like, I don't know if anybody will really... Like, I don't know how much traffic we'll get, you know, because you just never know anymore who, like, people will have the news on, but they may not be actively watching it. Right. So, it's very common for it to be on in the background in, like, doctor's offices or maybe restaurants or, you know, I walked in, we walked in Vital Life today and it was on. (gasps) That's and so cool. yeah, so people it's on, but people may not be actively watching, watching it. So, but yeah, we had some books ordered, which is awesome. That's cool. Um, and we had some orders that came in through the pre-sale, and that far exceeded our expectations. So that was a huge blessing, and just like I just feel very thankful. But I'll get to that later. <laughs> All right, uh, this week's episode is brought to you by Right Behind You Trailers. Uh, so they are still, um, going strong sponsoring us. So big shout out to right behind you trailers. Um, if you're in need of a cargo trailer, utility trailer, um, something that you just need for practical use, or if you are starting some sort of business where you need to haul stuff around, um, or if you've been in the market for a trailer for a while, um, right behind you trailers, reach out to us. We can get you connected and you. Yeah. Um, the owner of that business's name is Justin Roberts. He's mm-hmm. great to work with, super dependable, um, and he will give an additional discount to goodness gracious listeners. Obviously, the discount will vary depending on the trailer that you buy. Yeah. So, yeah. For sure. Um, Jesus Junk and Joy. Yeah. All right. I'll go first. Okay, go ahead. Um, I'm going to drink my little iced coffee. Jesus, FSU beat Louisville. Um, junk. FSU is not in the playoffs. Joy, Alabama's in the playoffs. <laughs> roll Tide. Roll Tide for sure. Big Roll Knowles. Tide. Um, I hate it for the Noel. I hate it for FSU. We'll get I there. I know, I know, and I know that the the rules are not the be- the most deserving teams, it's the best teams. I understand that, but over Texas. They had to put Texas in there because Texas beat Alabama. That's Honestly, stupid. I feel like Georgia has a right to be upset too. Oh yeah, for sure. If I were if I were Georgia, I would be upset, and if I were the Knowles, I'd be upset. 
Yeah. I hate it for them guys, man. For them kids. I hate it for the kids. I know. You hate it for the kids, but at the <laughs> same time, like, that is part of it. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, go back to class and make sure you get your biology assignment turned in, you know? <laughs> she just got up and walked away. I'm just kidding. She's just fixing her cardigan. She looks like an old lady over here. Let me tell y'all, she's got like a dress t-shirt on. She's getting, not really, just like a shirt that she would for sure wear with like jeans to church. But she's also got some high water looking snowflake pajama pants and a brown cardigan. She looks like a granny. This is the new, like this is what the kids are wearing. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think it's. It is. No. It's no. going to be. I think it's what the unfortunate are wearing. No, it's what you wear when you were off of work mm-hmm. and you just like. Yeah. We're like, I'm going to just wear, I'm going to piece something together yeah. that's comfortable. Yeah. Actually, though, but honestly, like, Jesus and my joy is that we went to the Behold the Lamb concert thing in Daphne last weekend, which is in, um, um, it's Andrew Peterson. So that was, like, awesome. That's both my Jesus and my joy, and it's just fantastic. They've been doing it for 24 years, and if you have an opportunity to go see it, definitely do it. They do a Christmas tour and an Easter tour for for Easter stuff. Um, but awesome, really good stuff. And my actual junk, I really have had a great week, so I really don't have a junk except for genuinely the FSU is not in the playoffs, and that's really my junk. So that's it. So you did your Jesus junk and joy, yeah. like for real, for real? Basically, yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> my Jesus, uh, someone I'm really close to gave me a Christmas present over the weekend Mm -hmm. and it is a beautiful like leather bound journal from daily grace co oh i love daily grace yes and it's a specifically prayers for your marriage journal and so that's precious it was like it it's beautifully made first of all shout out to them sponsor us daily grace it's beautifully made and it just is so I started it it's so rich mm-hmm. with encouragement and scripture so and good. it's not fluffy devotional like mm-hmm. it's like the word yeah that's awesome. you know it, the word prayer it's how to pray scripture over your marriage essentially so, cool. so um that's my Jesus just I love, I love always like I always love getting stuff like that mm-hmm. that's a very intentional gift yes mm-hmm. and um I'm looking forward to getting into that I started it but maybe more of a when I dive into my new year routine because I typically change oh, up what I'm doing quiet time wise yeah when the new year hits so yeah cool. my junk um I don't really have any junk. That's good. I don't think I have any junk. Good. Um, my joy is that we launched the book. Yeah. And gosh, like, I just, I'm so thankful to the Lord. I mean, it's it's done super well in less than a week. Like, we've sold more copies than we even, we kind of had a number in mind of like, okay, if we sell this many, I'll feel like it was... Mm the pre-sale was successful, you know, and then it just went over and above that. And then even after the pre-sale was over, people (laughs) were still asking and it's like, I'm sorry. And have to just direct them to the website. Um, but yeah. And then today we were on the news and it's just been a whirlwind of a few days. Typically, um, with stuff like this, it's like, 
there's a lot of anticipation that that comes with it. Yeah. And then after it's all over, there's even though you were excited about it, even though it was something you've been working toward for months and months, you're just like, <sighs> yeah. And you feel like you can relax your shoulders for sure and let it be what it's going to be. be. Mm-hmm. Except, you know, when the books come in next Wednesday or Thursday and I'm having to get those out to people. Yeah. But that's next week's problem. Mm -hmm. So if y'all want to get a book, if you haven't purchased one or you would like to purchase one for a Christmas gift or something, I recommend doing it like today. Mm-hmm. Uh, go go ahead. Today is Thursday, um, December 7th, when y'all are listening to this. I would go ahead and order it. Lulu.com. Search Tailgate to Table. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, I don't think I can give a discount. I've got to figure out how all that works. Mm-hmm. So as like for right now, there's no special discount for goodness gracious listeners. Yeah. But maybe that's something I can do in, in the, the future. future. So, yeah, y'all definitely check it out. And the biggest thing, too, is, like, it's not just tailgating recipes. If you're somebody who's like, I don't really like football Football. season or, like, we're not into that, whatever. There are 40 recipes in this cookbook, y'all. I promise there'll be one that you like. There's literally a brownie recipe. Who don't like brownies? Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Things like that. 40 recipes and, like, all different type of stuff. Anything from appetizers to desserts. Like, Like the whole. If y'all missed it, she made those stuffed. She made stuffed peppers on the um show and like stuffed peppers are just like a like a hosting favorite you know what i mean you ain't got to be hosting a tailgate situation to what the heck is that (laughs) wait what just happened i just like she's drinking a coffee what was in your cup it looks like a piece of glass bro oh did you just suck it into your yeah but luckily i what is that Oh, my gosh. Anyway. I, I'm glad I, like, felt it and caught it before I swallowed it. I'm literally looking at it. It's like a shard of glass. That's awkward. That's crazy. Anyway, I'm still drinking the coffee like, yeah, like, like nothing happened. Um. So. Yeah. So. What was that? Yeah. So, anyways. Stuffed peppers, that's like a hosting favorite. That's so good. You can wake this anytime. Like, that is not a tail. That doesn't have to be a tailgating food, but it is perfect for well it's good because it's a finger food yeah you know like anything that's like that's great for parties Mm -hmm. um because it's easy to um just you know grab and eat Mm -hmm. like it's not like a whole like situation so and it's i think five ingredients yeah super quick super easy and then dalton made ribs and we'll get into it i really want to talk about like the process of like when you're on the news because it's like like different you can can like speak to that because like we're like like you know we're peasants so we've never been on tv before you know what i mean we've never been on the news before and so like i want to see like a behind the scenes like what was going on you know since you're like a star now you can like speak to that yeah i just definitely want to grab you before (laughs) she just threw that shard of glass at me by the way guys um good thing she sucks at throwing i'm sorry i'm sorry this is serious okay (laughs) (laughs) what if we Fight, what if we like, got in a fight? If, if you were like, Victoria, that's actually enough because it's like actually pissing me off. <laughs> like, that was a really big deal. Like, it actually was a really big deal for me. So, why are you praying on my downfall? <laughs> and that's and that's what jealousy does to me. <laughs> oh my gosh, imagine. That's too funny. 
So yeah, that was great. It's just it's been a good day. We both took the day off of work. My husband was on with me, obviously, because yeah. he he made the ribs. I did the peppers. Like that's kind of the whole deal. Is we both contribute yes and do it together and and he did phenomenal too like yeah he's a obviously not everyone listening to this knows my husband he's a very quiet reserved kind of guy yeah but he was on there and i was like dang that's like the most words i've ever heard come out of his mouth in one time i know i was like okay because but he can turn it on yeah of course you're a teacher you got to yeah for sure so he was he was great um and then our host was great like chelsea is good about because when you go on you're like nervous obviously yeah even if you're somebody who's super comfortable yeah in front of people which i am yeah. but you're like okay this is live television y'all didn't look nervous at all though i will say thanks yeah yeah y'all didn't so look nervous. yeah all of the um probably 48 people that were watching it you know hopefully no it was probably like <laughs> i would say across the county maybe a few thousand yeah or so that's crazy um but anyway yeah this week y'all we wanted to we don't have long this week. I'm going to go ahead and tell you all that. It's not going to be an hour and 20 minute long episode because we're busy. Yeah, we got stuff to do. It's a Wednesday night, so we both have to go um, to the church. You've got youth Christmas party. Mm-hmm. We've got Christmas music rehearsals. Mm-hmm. So it's we're literally squeezing this in at the last minute. Yeah. Before. And it just ended up being that way. Like, it's not yeah. that we don't, like, care about it or it's not an intentional episode this week. It always is intentional. Absolutely. It's just time is circumstances look different but this time is always like an encouraging intentional time oh absolutely and i think that that's what makes goodness gracious what it is special is because we're always going to make it work yeah it's always real like we're always going to be real Mm -hmm, for sure so want to talk about social media a little bit and i think just i and i'll add another element not even just social media but image in general mm-hmm. and like how you feel you are perceived by others yeah and how good. important that may be to you yeah now we've done an episode on caring what others think for sure so some of this may be you know we may repeat ourselves a little bit but that was a while back mm-hmm. so if you want to go listen to that when you can um should we care what others think parts one and two mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah so i mean where do we want to like where do we want to go with this? What, how, where do you want to start? Because it's such a big... Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking, I was just like, man, it's really, like, interesting to talk, and I know we talked about this before, of, like, the rise of so many social media apps that came, what I feel like was all at one time. Yes. And, like, I remember when I was, like, when I was in middle school and high school, We really just had Facebook, and I wasn't even on Facebook, but we had Facebook and MySpace, and I used, in middle school, AIM, Instant Messenger. Wow. That's a throwback. I know, but, like, MySpace was it, y'all. Like, MySpace was actually it, and we didn't have Snapchat. We didn't have Instagram, Um, not until I was, like, a senior or going into my college like freshman year of college is when instagram even came out Mm -hmm. so um we didn't have snapchat we didn't have um instagram we didn't have tiktok like all of that like short form content content was not a thing no yeah short form content was not a thing like we were all into youtube like all of us were like youtube kids oh we would watch uh, a 25 minute video yes Mm -hmm. 25 minute get ready with me 
You remember when this might just be a reminiscing episode too, yeah. but do you remember when like Jaclyn Hill first came on the scene? Yeah, stuff like yeah, like the YouTube um, makeup influencers before we even had a word for it. Yeah. Really, yeah, 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 like yeah. we weren't even calling them influencers. No, we were just calling them makeup YouTubers or like makeup, makeup like gurus, gurus or whatever. Like, yeah. yeah, but we, me and my best friend Faith would. Faith, if you're listening, hey, I love you. Um, we would literally send those videos back and forth to each other. Yeah. And she was super into makeup and stuff and did all yeah. of our makeup for prom and everything. And now she's yeah. a cosmetologist. And, like, in a lot of ways, we learned a lot from that content yeah. of, like, how to do our face and like how to just little things like what colors look best on your skin tone and which makeup looks best you know for if you want a full coverage or a a, you know light coverage look and all this stuff so (coughs) I really feel like it was very beneficial Mm -hmm. I think um, Mm -hmm. especially to teenage girls in a lot of ways (laughs) but the only thing is that that is where your comparison started Mm -hmm. Did I learn a lot about how to do my makeup? Absolutely. Yeah. Did I learn a lot about how to do my hair? Yeah. But at every turn, you're comparing yourself to the Jaclyn Hills of the yeah. world or yeah. the, you know. Um, yeah. There was another one that I really liked. I can't remember. She's Jaclyn was just like really popular. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, the difference with us is that we would have the attention span now our attention spans still weren't super long but we could we would watch a 25 minute beauty vlog you know and um and the difference too and I tried to explain this to my students is that I didn't have on my cell phone my first cell phone I was 12 or 13 and all I could do is text and call yeah and take pictures yeah and I had some music on it you had to get on the family computer if you wanted to get on MySpace like that's what what my mom we had one laptop in our house and it was my mom's work laptop and I remember being really little and we had a computer room yeah that's what we had yeah, and it was like Next upstairs, <laughs> upstairs computer room. There was That's a funny. desk and stuff in there. Yeah, and it was like hooked up to, it was dial up internet. Yeah, for the longest time. Yeah, until we got um, what was the other one called? Like the yeah DSL yeah, yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. Anyway, so if you wanted to get on Facebook or get on Twitter or anything, you had to go home, log into a laptop, log into your facebook or twitter mm-hmm. scroll through it that way then you would log off yeah and it was just different yes it was so it was almost like a special time where you yeah. were like okay i'm gonna go get on facebook for a little bit yeah and then here's i think the biggest difference victoria is that we would shut it off and not get back on it yeah because it was a task yeah to Okay, well, now Bray's got the laptop, or now Britain's using the laptop. Yeah, my time is done. My time's done, yes. And so I think that that's what kids today, and us, not just kids, are missing, is that I think the reason we're so addicted is because we don't ever have to shut it off. Yeah, yeah. When we were kids, or when we had desktops and laptops and stuff, you couldn't just sit there all day. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could, but you had school or work or whatever. Right. And think about this, and we've talked about this before. Again, this conversation is going to be so, like, free-flowing probably, but I feel like you guys, like, y'all get it, you know? And if we think we need to do a part two, we can do then a part we two. we will, absolutely. So, um, I was going to say, like, now, because we can't, because you're not just, like, 
off of the computer now. Okay, it's time to go eat dinner. Like, you can have the social media at the table with your dinner. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's right there. Like, you can be on your phone, um, like, while you're eating. Like, there is no, there's no, like... You don't, if you don't want boundaries, you don't have to have them. No, and it's like, harder to disconnect. Before, it was almost like a physical boundary. Like, yep, your sibling has the computer room now. It wasn't almost like it was it that. It was that. It's also not literally just a boundary of like, my sibling is using this now. Literally, the room, it's in another room. The, com- right. the computer is in another room or it belongs to someone else. Right, right. Now it's mine. I have access to all of this like at my fingertips and it's so much more accessible and it's like I feel like there's no and this is like seems like bleak and I don't mean it I'm just saying like at at the most extreme it's like where what is even life like where does your life on social media end and your real life begin Mm, I feel like that's very meta they're so intertwined they are I feel like the way that we connect with people so much is through social media like well I was explaining that to somebody earlier this week who it's it was um somebody I work with at Bryant and they were like um I don't have she was like I don't have any social media yeah it's like dang she said I've never I've just never done it never gotten it you know and I'm like because you'll not get off. It'll but, be harder. But on that, like, on the other side of that yeah. coin is the fact that take this book that we just wrote, for example. Right. If we didn't have social media to market and advertise this book for free, mind you. Yes. What does marketing and advertising look like for an amateur, just a regular person who wants to put something out into the world? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you would literally have to go print out flyers and hang them up. Yeah, and so... Or go to local businesses, like... Right. And be like, hey, can you advertise my book? But if companies... And pay. And, right, exactly. But if companies and influencers and, you know, the largest business to the smallest business, yeah. if it weren't for social media, where would a lot of them be? You right. know, I mean, that's where most of our business has been done. For sure. Like... So, like, yeah, social media is not all bad. It's I fully believe it stimulates the economy. Absolutely, like, it does. I fully believe yeah. it stimulates the economy. But we're addicted to it. But we're so, yeah, we are addicted to it. Yeah. Like, think about all these people that know about, like, if you know anything about investing or stocks or whatever, think about how many people who are investing now in stocks and things like that who are, like, hearing about trends of stocks and things on Twitter. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, they're not looking it up. Like, that is how we're able to even... Like, that is literally how people are starting to invest now is from word hearing about it like on right. social media and like right all this stuff like like remember the whole GameStop thing yes yes dude that was literally all social I know. media i saw a tiktok about a girl that invested in gap because the um owner of barbie or whatever is is now buying banana republic and so banana republic old navy and gap are they're all, all the, together the so she bought stock in gap and banana republic and then got four hundred dollars and whatever and it was just you know it's just that no, i wouldn't have even known about that if i had right. not looked at tiktok like yeah yeah um, so i think in a lot of ways it it's not all bad no um and it's just everything in moderation yeah. and so the problem i guess what worries me is we're never going to go back to the way things were Mm-mm. so how do we 
like I don't think I like social media because I like to be able to keep up with the people I went to high school with like family I don't really get to see I think that's great and it kind of offers me a little bit of this pseudo connectivity to them which I'm fine with yeah but at what point what would you say the line is of like your your whole life is on social media like take these family vloggers yes for instance what's the line man i feel like one the line for just us regular people is varies depending on what literally what app how much you're posting what you're posting about Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like I think for me, like, whenever I start having kids, I'm not posting my baby's face on on Instagram or Facebook at all. Oh, really? Really. Yeah. Um, Because of the um, advancement with AI now, Mm -hmm. um, there's face specifically. Because of, and this is not to scare anybody that does post their kid on Facebook. I'm not saying that you're wrong for doing this at all. I'm saying that. That's just a line that I'm going to draw for myself and for mm-hmm. my family um, just because of the scary things that people are doing with AI. Yeah. Um, and I just don't want to even get on that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even want to, like, start that. Right. I know that sounds kind of crazy. It may sound <clears throat> a little bit extreme. But, again, the line varies for everybody, I think. Right. Each man according to his own conscience when it comes to That's that. That's right. Yeah. Um, I think. But, at, like, I don't know. Like, with the family vloggers and the and, like – I don't know like what it's like what is the what's the purpose yeah what is your purpose because I feel like I was literally thinking about this the other day of like okay why do people even like influencers all this stuff like that post all this stuff anyway like specifically like even and family vloggers and like how vulnerable and open they are about their everything that's going on in their lives I'm like wait, why are you doing that? Oh, it's because it's a job to you guys. Okay, why is it a job? Because you need money. It's literally money. And right. I'm like, that makes me feel weird. Yeah, it is. It is a weird kind of deal because it's like, are you, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, exploiting? Exploiting, yes. Yeah. Are you exploiting your family? Like, when is it just a job and when is it like literally exploitation? And, and here's the thing too it's a lot of it is like acting yeah so it's like what's real how do you distinguish what's real and what's for social media i know i don't think you can you can't i think us as viewers or whatever i don't think we can like again i i was literally thinking about positive things that have come from social media of like i think we're more aware of other people's struggles and so we can relate to them better i think um what I've been like seeing a lot of like lately is like people being more open with especially with the holidays coming up people being more open about talking about loss like pregnancy loss specifically miscarriages and things like that I think that like helps others to not feel alone whenever Mm -hmm. they are talking when people are talking about this is how I felt when I lost so-and-so or whatever and it's like man that's that's a lot that can help us feel connected to a community of people yeah but it's like Okay, at what point are we just, like, again, flooded with, like, we've talked about this, flooded with so much information that it's, like, I'm depressed now. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Now I'm just sad at the state yeah, of the world. Yeah, right, right, right. You know? Well, and you've got to, 
I, gosh, I think it's something that we really need to pray about more. Yeah. This just dawned on me just now. Yeah. I don't ever pray about my social media usage. Me neither. Dang, shame on it. Like, I feel like. Dang, me neither. I, I, I mean. And I know I use it too much. Oh, yeah. Because you know why? But do you know why I don't want to, why, why I pray about it? It's because I don't want to. Well, right. Because we don't want to feel convicted. Because I don't want to feel convicted. And because we don't. I don't want the Lord to tell me to give it up. Mm. Because I don't want him to tell me, hey, maybe fast from it. Right. But isn't it true, though, that every time, it, this is how I feel anyway, mm-hmm. like every time I take like two to three weeks away from social media, I always feel, I call it decluttering my brain. Yes. Like I always feel so much better. I agree. And then I literally like one app at a time will kind of like put it back yeah. in. But then in that, and for a few weeks, I'll still be... I'll kind of forget that I have it back. Yeah. And I won't get back on it and everything. It takes yeah. a lot of self-control. I'm going to tell you that. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of self-control to go even just 21 days. Honestly, just three days. Yeah. Like, it's almost a contest with yourself of how long can I go. I know. And I feel like we want, I feel like sometimes we can get into, or people will be like, well, you just want to be like blissfully unaware of what's happening in the world around you. A little bit, yeah. But also... Have you ever talked to old people? Yeah. So many of them are so... Like, I think about my granny. Yeah. My granny is one of the most content people in the world. Yeah. And, like, 89 years old, she wouldn't even know how to work Facebook. Like, she didn't even have a cell phone. Right. And she is... Reads a newspaper once a week, I guess. Yeah. But, like... Other than that, you that can, girl reads her Bible and sometimes like a Karen Kingsbury novel. Yes, because you can be, you can know about the world and know what's going on in the world and read the news and be okay and not be having all these social media apps telling you all of the different things that are going on in all parts of the world all the time. I think, honestly, if you're trying to, if you're, if, if a reason you don't want to get rid of your social media for a little bit is because you want... You're worried you're not going to know about something. I recommend watching your local news. Yes, we're watching your local news because they talk about what's going on in the world too. And in your community. Yes. I mean, like today, I honestly, after today, I have such an appreciation for what the local news does. I know. Like, I know. I watched it today because I was waiting for you to come on and then I was like, man, that's an awesome organization that I've never heard about that I just found out about. Right, exactly. And how they invite people in yes. that are not like like quote-unquote famous, famous you know, but they're just they're just community people and they invited us on like we didn't yeah we didn't initiate that but they yeah. wanted to support us because we're local yeah and that's all of the other guests that were on today local people yeah. you know like and, sharing what they're doing yeah and i'm not like trying to be like a i'm not a spokesperson for fox 10 news or whatever or studio 10 but like if you've noticed like your local news like I feel like when you watch, like, and I'm not saying anything about anything, but, like, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, like, all of that. I feel like it's so doom and gloom sometimes. Because it is. And it's, like, it's so serious. And I'm not saying there's not a time to be serious. Yeah. But what I am saying is that I think that the local news gives us a good perspective of what's going on in our community. There may be some things that we're like, oh, man, that's really sad that 
you know, those people are without a home, but like, here are some action points of how you can help. I think that is key to if anything is being broadcasted, social media, whatever, like, I feel like we're just all this information. It's like, what am I supposed to do with this? What am I supposed to do with And going? it only stresses us out. Yes, because I'm like, I am, I feel helpless. Like, I can't do enough. And I think that's where that doomsday mentality comes from of like, oh, we've got to make sure that we have all of our stuff ready. Like, what if it all falls apart? What if it... Right. Paul warned the church in Thessalonica about that. Yeah. He said, do not sit up on your roofs waiting for Jesus to come back. <sighs> yeah. There are things to be done. There's mm-hmm. work to be done. Mm-hmm. You can't think like that. If you don't hear me say anything else throughout this whole podcast, we are not meant to think like that. No. And if we do, that is having an anxious heart. Yeah. And it is sinful. That is true. Because all of that energy that is spent thinking about, well, what if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? I'm talking about specifically with things going on in the world. I'm I'm not even talking about internal anxiety with like... Yeah, of course not. I'm just saying all of the energy we put into prepping for whatever's coming, how many people could we share the gospel with? Hey, y'all, guess what? This kingdom down here, this right here, this world, like it is passing away. Yeah, amen. <laughs> Are we working to build God's kingdom? Right. Like God's kingdom, because that will never pass away. Right. And we can be well informed about what's going on in the world. Yeah. And be praying for people and be praying for and and listening specifically to the Holy Spirit, not to what social media is telling mm-hmm. you to do about it. Right. Specifically praying and asking the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, how can I help in this way? Yeah. My heart is grieved over this situation in um, in Israel or in Palestine. Like My heart is specifically grieved about this situation in my community. How can I help, Lord? Give me ways. Give me wisdom on how I can help in this way. And he may say, sit and pray about it. Mm-hmm. Or he may say, hey, this is what you need to be doing. Like... The Lord gives you desires to do good things and to help the world for a reason. Absolutely, we should be doing that. But listening and tuning into the Holy Spirit and not feeling guilty because so-and-so influencer is doing all this stuff or they're posting about it more than anybody else is or they're posting about it and I feel like they know a lot more than I do. Like, I should be doing this. Like, stop. Hey, what what if we just kind of like existed and lived to glorify the Lord and didn't like feel like we have to be yes so connected to everything that's happening around us. Right. Can you imagine just how content everyone would be? Like there was already so much to worry about even before we got social media. Yeah. Um and I think the problem honestly Facebook is not the I'm not going to say Facebook's not the problem. I would say the source of a lot of anxiety around, like, what's going on in the world and also a lot of the, like, self-diagnosing that we see of, like, maybe I have this, maybe I have that, maybe this person's a narcissist, maybe this person, oh, maybe that's trauma, maybe that's a trauma response. Get off TikTok, go touch grass. Like, I'm not saying don't learn about yourself. First of all, a therapist... That's what I was just about ...is somebody to say. Is who's qualified to talk to you about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Not a rando on TikTok. 
a therapist that can that knows your situation and yes. can speak into your situation. A clinical mental health counselor, <laughs> a licensed clinical social worker, somebody. You're, else. It's only going to make it like, I feel like for a lot of things, it's only going to make it worse just to keep going down this rabbit hole because the algorithm knows what you want. Yeah. The algorithm knows what and, videos you and watch. And after you learn all this stuff, okay, you, say you watch this video, it tells you all these things about yourself or you self-diagnose using whatever. Okay, okay, now what? Now what? Now, now what? what? You don't because have the tools. Have no tools given by any kind of licensed professional at all to deal with all of that. Go see a therapist. Yeah, and, and again, I go, go back to go outside. Like, I think Get that... outside. I had a student who did a whole presentation called Touch Grass. <laughs> I'm so glad. And and now it wasn't even for happy. my class. It was for another class, but That's he was fun. working on it in my class. <laughs> and they could do, it was like a, a fun class. They did a PowerPoint day. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, can I do, um, asked the teacher, can I do one about like going outside? <laughs> like, yeah. So he did. Yeah. This is a super level-headed kid that did yeah. it. But it's true. I mean, how we're missing. There's a whole wide world that we can't even make the time to go out and see because we are so wrapped up in everything else. And John Chris talked about this too on Net Positive a few weeks ago. He was like, somebody tweeted mm-hmm. um, when when the. Israel Hamas stuff, like when everything first started yeah. and it was super, everybody was talking about it, you know, and yeah. people still are, but it's, you know how yeah. these things go. Yeah. So somebody tweeted, um, a friend of a diplomat just told me we should not be near any large cities with for the next 12 months. And John Chris was like, <laughs> okay, so I read that and said, I'm going to the Braves game tonight. <laughs> We can't think like that. Mm-mm. Like, and let he said that's three people removed. Your friend, and then your friend's like friend, yeah, of a diplomat said not. like this is somebody you don't even know. Yeah, and and how do we even know that the source is reliable? Yeah, and also like maybe they, it's a game of telephone. Like y'all ever played that in freaking first grade? They could have said. Yeah, in my personal opinion, maybe don't go to New York or L.A. They could have said two cities. Right. They could have said one city. Right, yeah. But think about how much unnecessary fear that puts into people because you want to be retweeted. Yes, yes. Because you want to be replied to. Yeah, what is, like, the purpose in that? What is the purpose in that? And, And then, like, is that... Like, what good does that do? Like, or do you really feel like you're helping people by saying don't go to these major cities? I don't know. I don't... I'm sure it's well-intentioned. Maybe. I would like to believe that. I would like to be positive. But, I I mean, it's like, if you want to give up social media, but you're afraid you're not going to stay informed, like, watch your local news. Listen to the briefing. Read the paper. (laughs) Listen to the briefing. Listen to the bulletin by Christianity Today. Find you a good news, maybe unbiased, but Christian perspective if you are a believer. Um, if you're not a believer, uh, just try to find unbiased as possible news source, like podcast, daily podcast to listen to. Yeah. That does not, that's not doom and gloom. What I love about the local news is they just report the news. Yeah. It's just like, this is what's going on. That's it. And there's and no opinion saying about it. There's no opinion that goes with it. It's literally just the news. Yeah. 
And but pe- people don't see. Here's the thing: people don't want to do the work. I'm saying, me included. I'm 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 talking. To, I'm we want to be choir. told. I want to be told what to believe. We want to be told what to think. I want confirmation by it. Like it's confirmation bias. I want people to tell me that what I think about something is right. Yeah, absolutely. That's just the way that we are. And I think that we don't want to go out and do the work. So if I'm telling people, hey, go try and find you an unbiased news source. Like, find you a podcast. They're like, that's a lot of work. I'd rather just scroll on TikTok and have people just tell me. Yeah, and then the algorithm knows that you are either, like, lean left or right. So, what are you going to get? You're going to get wherever you lean. And you got, like, a three-minute video. And it's, like, like a two-minute, one-minute, three-minute video highlight on what's going on uh, overseas. And it's, like... Okay, like, what am I supposed to do with this information? Like, yeah, right. That's why it's like, maybe listen to something a little bit longer. Maybe listen, go back to some long form content like well, a podcast. So, like, um, Millennial Media Offensive, one of my brother's um, <laughs> best friends from high school, his name is John Do, and then there's another yeah. guy who hosts it with him, Dan Gehring. Huh? Dan Gehring, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they do a weekly podcast. I don't catch it every single week, but it's long form content. It's like two and a half hours. Yeah. But they dissect real important news going on around the world. Yeah. And they do it with like a little bit of humor too. Um, sometimes some language. (laughs) So if you're like hoping for it to be clean, (laughs) maybe not, but I just, you know, kind of. I'm like, well, that's my brother's friend. But, and it's been so enlightening for me because they don't really, they give their opinion, but they don't, they're not right. They're not like all right. Like, oh, let's, you know, talk about why yeah. the Denver airport is, you know, crawling with lizard people. It's not like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like QAnon. Right. It's just, this right. is what's going on. This is why it's relevant. Yeah. So, long-form content, I think that that's the key. Yes. If we can get back to that, because then we get the whole context. Yeah. And not just something pulled out of a... Because I'm going to be honest, Victoria, like, I've often thought about what it might look like for us to put our, like, to video, put on YouTube, stuff yeah. like that, do TikToks. thought about that, too. But then I'm like... <sighs> Dude, the hate? I'm I not, feel like we would get hate. <laughs> oh, well, everybody gets hate. Like, you're going to no, get hate, period. Also, yeah. Um, but I just worry. I'm like, my biggest fear is I wouldn't want to be taken out of context. Yeah, me neither. That's well, what I'm saying. Like what we just said about the trauma thing. Yeah. Like somebody could maybe take that super out of context. It's yes. like, no, 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 we weren't saying that's not what whatever. We're saying. And I don't want to have to constantly defend myself. That is, oh my gosh, that's so true. That's a big reason I got off of TikTok. Because if they see a little, because if they see a little clip that's taken out of context, guess what? They're not going to listen to the whole episode. I saw a Tucker Carlson video today, and he said something really wise, and whatever you think about him, I don't really care, but he said something really wise. It was like, don't let someone who doesn't know you, don't let someone's opinion of you Mm -hmm. who doesn't know you at all affect you. Yeah. Like, a comment on an Instagram or TikTok from someone who doesn't even know you that like who cares but how much do we let that affect us yeah. and that's who I'm, cares who cares who cares who cares <laughs> but that's why yes i got off tiktok not because of comments like on my own stuff right but because i got so sick of these comment sections yes where people are like oh my gosh how does it like 
never mind. I'm not even going to say some of the things I saw, but it's just so alarming what people will put on the internet. Yes. It is um, insane what people will say about whatever. Like, it's insane. I could go, I could literally talk about this. And I literally said something about this the other day. I think I posted on my Instagram story. Y'all probably saw of like, I, I continually resist the urge to post my opinion on some on a couple of social issues specifically. Not really politics. I said politics in there because now all social issues are political now. But I, I have to resist the urge. But I said on there, that's not what my Instagram specifically is for. Yeah. Mine's just to share some basic photos, what's going on in my life. Yeah. And my little funny little things that are happening. Yeah. Some Jesus stuff. And my podcast. That's yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not about to get up on here and talk about everything that's going on because, one, I am not, I know, I'm not ignorant and thinking that I don't know everything. Like, I don't know everything. And well, and that's a big say. reason that we didn't give our opinion on, you know, the college football playoff selection committee, even though we know everybody's been waiting patiently for our, our take. Maybe we should talk about it next week. Yeah, maybe we should. But it's like, why do we feel the need and we as a society to post <laughs> right. every opinion we've ever had about anything ever? I know. Because you want to know what? Nobody cares. Yeah, and honestly, like, I did see some, like, pretty fiery stuff from the CFP committee, like, rankings and everything like that. Like, I literally saw somebody, like, comment that was like, stop commenting on my page. And they were being dead serious. And I was like, hey, again, like, that kid that you're fighting about has a math test tomorrow. Right. Like, it's not that... it's it really is not that serious well and what you have football is awesome i'm yeah. not saying that it's not i'm not saying that those coaches are not having effects on those students lives i'm not saying that this whole thing is having is not having an effect on their lives that's it's awesome it's a great for for students to be involved in sports I, i'm a full supporter of that but i'm saying in the end it's like why are we why are we arguing so much in a way that's like unkind to where we're unkind to each other about it. That's like actually wild to me. And it's it, what else it is is embarrassing. It is. Get stop, like just stop. And also with the CFP thing, like what's done is done. It is what it is. And there's next year, next year they're going to the 12 team playoffs, like yeah. And the 13th team will complain. Yeah, the and one who doesn't that, make it to the top 12 is going to complain. And I know that the Knolls are going to play Georgia in the Orange Bowl, and I know that. If they lose, they're gonna say Georgia didn't try. If they win, then yeah, it'll. Or if they win, they'll say Georgia didn't try. Try. If they lose, they'll say, see, they weren't good enough. See, it's like it's whatever. Right. Yeah. And so that's just a good example of you don't you don't have to say no what you're thinking all the time. Like somebody uh, I know from high school posted um something about it and i said yeah everybody on here talking about something they don't know anything about smh and then i and then i said and then i said in parentheses including me (laughs) but if you can make fun of yourself too and it's like you know like auburn fans whatever if they were like you know what auburn should have been in like (laughs) that's that's funny. funny that's funny and and it's just like lighten up yeah it's not lighten that serious. up it's not that serious and that would be my message as you know i know we got to close out but everybody everywhere should lighten up hey just relax yeah yeah like relax sit drink some tea 
read a, read a book what's that um quote where he's like stop and he's, he's like quit murdering people you know what i'm talking about yeah no <laughs> yeah. i don't but, but um okay i'll have to show you to you but it's funny uh but yeah just you know drink some tea have a glass of wine eat a christmas tree cake and just relax did you just advocate for what I think you advocated <laughs> for? No, but but I getting mean, it, fat and sassy. getting all fat and fat no, and sassy. Kidding. But it's just like, no, especially just this relax, time, though. this time of year too, where it, you got to keep the main thing, the main thing. That's right. You know, so and I'm your house, sad. your I'm house may not be picture perfect for Christmas. Like, and I mean, one other thing I was going to say too before we close mm-hmm. out today. For the news, this is a great example yeah. of literally everything is about image. Mm. Because we, so we go, we get there at like nine thirty, yeah, with all of our, excuse me, props and stuff like that. Yeah. And Chelsea was like, "Okay, so we're going to. I want y'all to bring a couple of recipes on the show. We'll be in the kitchen. It's only like a five minute segment, and you're gonna make one on the show and then have one that's already ready." Yeah. And I was like, how? Because <laughs> if it bakes, it takes 30 minutes to bake the stuffed peppers. Yeah. I was like, Chelsea, how are we doing this? And she was like, okay, let me explain. <laughs> so have one that's already all the way prepared and yeah. dis- and on display. Yeah. And so we did the ribs. Yeah. Because Dalton made those last night. And, um, and then warmed them this morning, like, but they looked great. Yeah. So... With the peppers, I had to have them all already prepared with the exception of a few. Yeah. And um, this is like looking behind the curtain here. And I had to have the stuffing mixture and the shredded cheese so that I could pretend like Like we were going to make them. Uh Uh-huh. But we weren't. Yeah. But it leads the audience to believe, oh, they're cooking in the kitchen, in the studio, whatever. That sink don't even work. (laughs) Right. So, and that's what I'm saying, like... When you compare yourself to these influencers, when you compare yourself to your friends from college or whatever, so good, yeah. guess what? Like, they've got problems too. Yep. Their sink may not even work. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's good. Like, it's like, looks so beautiful and picture perfect and everything, but on the inside, yeah, they don't love their husband. Oh. Like, on the inside, they're dying for a friend. Yeah, like, that's good. So don't look at somebody else's life and think i wish i had that yes. don't don't covet because yes. you're gonna miss what god has blessed you with right now yeah it all goes back to contentment it really does it does it, really it does. so does so you had something yeah, to share i did want to read um so if y'all don't have the book every moment holy there are several volumes there's one specifically um on grief as well there's a grief volume that one's good um it's uh McKelvey, is it Donald McKelvey, I can't remember his name. Um, Douglas McKelvey. And he has um, several, it's just a whole book of liturgies um, for all kinds of different things to mark the beginning of a Christmas season for trimming a Christmas tree. Like, just so, some really, really cool stuff. Like, um, for husband and wife at the start of the day. And this one, I really, really love. And I feel like it's so good whenever we are, I think especially timely with everything that is going on in the world where we're getting on social media and it's so much information where we do not know what to do with it. And we're getting so focused on what the world is doing right now. Right. And so I want to read this liturgy. It's a liturgy for those flooded by too much information to close out 
Um, and it's a prayer. A liturgy is a prayer. And so super um, good. So if y'all want to listen and pray this with me along with us, like, yeah, definitely. In a world so wired and interconnected, our anxious hearts are pummeled by an endless barrage of troubling news. We are daily aware of more grief, O oh Lord, than we can rightly consider, of more suffering and scandal than we can respond to, of more hostility, hatred, horror, and injustice than we can engage with compassion. But you, O oh Jesus, are not disquieted by such news of cruelty and terror and war. You are neither anxious nor overwhelmed. You carried the full weight of the suffering of a broken world when you hung upon the cross, and you carry it still. When the cacophony of universal distress unsettles us, remind us that we are but small and finite creatures, never designed to carry the vast abstractions of great burdens. For our arms are too short and our strength is too small. Justice and mercy, healing and redemption are your great labors. And yes, it is your good pleasure to accomplish such works through your people. But you have never asked any one of us to undertake more than your grace will enable us to fulfill. Guard us, then, from shutting down our empathy or walling off our hearts because of the the glut of unactionable misery that floods our awareness. You have many children in many places around this globe. Move each of our hearts to compassionately respond to those needs that intersect our actual lives. Mm. That in all places your body might be actively addressing the pain and brokenness of this world each of us liberated and empowered by your spirit to fulfill the small part of your redemptive work assigned to us. Give us discernment in the face of troubling news reports. Give us discernment to know when to pray, when to speak out, when to act, and when to simply shut off our screens and our devices and to sit quietly in your presence. Casting the burdens of this world upon the strong strong shoulders of the one who alone is able to bear them up. Amen. We can't solve all the world's problems by ourselves. Like it, we're all, and that's the beauty of the body of Christ is that we're all playing a part. Yeah, we're all playing a part. Pray for discernment. That is so so good. You need to link like that volume yeah, um, in the show notes because that would make a really it. good Christmas gift for somebody yes, too. You have to. Y'all have to have it. Um, <laughs> so I may good. gift that to myself. You <laughs> um. So. Yeah. Wow, what emoji are they dropping? Uh, have we done the phone emoji already? Yeah, I think we did that one for the Gen Z episode. All right. What if we did a um a tree like for go touch grass, like go outside? Wait, isn't there a grass one? Okay, there may be. Tree last time. There may be a grass one. Is there? Ask Siri. Siri. <laughs> Is there a grass? Is there a grass emoji? (laughs) Um, because I mean, I don't think that we have. Is there one? Hold on, let's see. Grass. Nope. All right, it's fine. Do something that's like outdoors. Yeah, like a tree, a campsite. There's a campsite one. (laughs) There's like a tent. You mean to tell me there's a grass? There's a tent emoji, but there's not grass. Oh, there's a four leaf clover. That's vibes. Okay, so uh, next week we will have a new episode, but that'll be our last episode to come out, and then we're gonna take a at least a two week hiatus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. yeah we'll yeah. we'll tell y'all more about that next week but that's kind of the plan yep. so good episode this week you had a lot of that was so good i know 
It's good. Yeah. Thanks, Douglas. All right. Well, we hope that y'all have a great week. Hey, take a day. Challenge yourself to disconnect. Big time. Every time you desire to get on Facebook or Instagram, open your Bible app or, Mm -hmm. you know. Go outside, take a walk. Read a book, do something like that. Yeah. I think that this time of year specifically is a good time to just remind yourself what it's all about. I agree. All right. right. Bye, y'all. Bye.